Welcome to the Neophotonics Podcast. I'm John Houghton, and this is a program where we talk about insights and best practices for optical communications, lasers, and their applications. Today, we're joined by Ergun Kanoglu to talk about sensing with coherent light. How are you doing, Ergun? Good. Thanks, John. Good, good. So tell us about sensing with coherent light and what that enables. Okay. You know, Sensing with coherent light, the primary advantages uh, that it brings is that it can enable chip-scale photonic integrations for the sensors. And these sensors can be manufactured in high volume and smaller size. So that's, that's one of the primary advantages of sensing with coherent light. In addition, it also uh, brings higher resolution and longer sensing distances. So that means you can you can have more sensitive devices that can see farther. And and so what what would be the the length that we're going for in terms of this the sensing? Depending on the applications, these could these sensors, for example, in LIDAR applications can take you beyond 200 meters. 300 or 400 meters have been demonstrated using coherent LIDARs, which effectively uses coherent sensing. And, but and how the, does that compare with how does that compare with what's possible without coherent? Yeah. So today, people are the light, uh, LIDARs more specifically uh, have deployed. LIDARs using pulse or amplitude modulations, these, these LIDARs tend to go 100 meters to 150 meters, and 200 meters is a, is a stretch, but for coherent sensing, 200 meters is not a major issue. Now the suppliers are uh, trying to go beyond 200 meters and provide 300 and 400 meters, as I said. So that's a big distance improvement. So how is that used in 3D sensing? Yeah, so in, in, in the LiDAR space, seeing farther enables applications to react earlier. For example, in autonomous driving, the AI software that, that runs on the, on the autonomous car can see farther and plan ahead as it can see longer distances. And so besides LiDAR, what other applications are there? So the sensing with coherent light actually has a lot of applications that are emerging today. So imagine a 3D sensor built using coherent sensing and, and, and built into a camera. This can provide millimeter to micrometer accuracy, which is beyond today's technology that, that are used in either cell phones or LIDARs that are deployed. So this opens up applications in industrial applications where you can inspect a machine part to a finer detail before the assembly and, and, and increase the quality and throughput in the next generation of automated factories. Well, that's a lot of resolution. Yeah, that's correct. And in, 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 in applications where you're trying to figure out if, if a machine part is built to the, to the design standards, in some cases, you have to look at thin uh, micrometer resolution. So that's, that's where higher resolution 3D sensing becomes very important. On the, on the other side, the same resolution requirements are also needed for medical applications. Today, if you go to a doctor's office for eye exam, some of them would use coherence optical tomography. These are large equipment and uses coherent light. Coherent light enables, in that case, down to a few micron resolution and, and can see through the skin or, or behind the eye. And it enables the physicians to basically make assessment beneath the tissue. Is it possible to, to read somebody's vital signs? So there are people that are using 
optical sensing to measure uh, vital signs remotely, and coherent sensing can enable better and longer distance measurements for those. So you can take somebody's pulse from a distance. Yeah. So these applications haven't been deployed, but you can you can definitely measure the heart rate remotely. And imagine you're taking some uh, somebody's picture, and at the same time, uh, not only capture the 3D image of that person, you could also measure the heart rate. And so you can do that from across the room, for example, where that was impossible before. That's correct. So tell us more about how this sensing with coherent light is different from today's sensing technologies. Okay, so let me take this thing a little bit at higher level and give you an analogy. Today's sensing technology is, is very similar to the technologies used in AM radio. In this case, the amplitude of the optical signal is modulated. Effectively, you send a pulse and receive the echo of this pulse from the target. And the time diff distance, time delay between these two measurements gives you the distance. Like in AM radio, this method is susceptible to external noises. For example, sunlight or other LIDARs, and that, that reduces the range, measurement range, as well as fidelity of the, of the measurement. So coherent sensing is, is an equivalent of FM radio. In this case, we use optical frequency and send a linearly chirped optical signal to a target and, and receive, when we receive it, we, like in radio, we would mix it with the local oscillator to select a specific frequency range and measure the frequency difference. And that frequency difference gives us the distance. That is the primary difference between today's technology and coherent sensing. The advantage of the coherent sensing is that, like in FM radio, it brings higher fidelity. You can have about 1,000 times more immunity to external noise. And this translates into longer distance measurements or a better quality, higher accuracy. So what other advantages do coherent lasers bring to autonomous driving? Coherent uh, sensing or coherent LIDARs can provide not only distance measurements, but also a velocity measurement. So every pixel a coherent LIDAR would measure would give you distance plus the velocity. What this does to, to the AI is that enables AI to, to segment and classify objects at a faster rate because now you can distinguish moving objects much faster and create a region of interest such that the algorithm reacts much faster. And it seems like it would offload the AI because the AI doesn't need to compute how fast something's going based on two readings, but based on one shot of the laser, you can get a chirp back to not only tell the distance, but immediately based on the on the phase of that chirp and, and, and how that changes, you could tell how fast something is moving very accurately. That's absolutely correct. Uh, yes, in using pulse lasers or pulse methods, what they have to do is wait for one frame to be completed and then go to the next frame and look at the differences between pixels positions and calculate. And this takes time as well as energy and also reduces the accuracy. And then not only the time that it takes to compute it, but also if you have one of these rotating LIDAR uh, on top of the 
somebody's vehicle, for example, you got to wait till it rotates a second time and hopefully it hits that same object, that's and then right. you could take a reading. And so, so that that's takes right. time. And right. if it's something that's moving through your f field of view very quickly, it might not be there anymore, but it might still present a danger, right. and you wouldn't know it. And so if it, there's a lot of advantages of uh, sensing something with one shot and right. not letting it move out of your frame. Well, that's great. So what are the technologies required for sensing with coherent light? Yeah. So the primary requirement for coherent sensing is the laser to be very low noise. That's why it's called coherent. Basically, single frequency, narrow line with laser is the key to coherent sensing. In addition to these lasers, being able to integrate this coherent laser with receivers and other optical circuitry into an IC level device is another key technology platform that is needed to take the advantages of coherent sensing to the, the larger audience or, and wider applications. Are there advantages to the way neophotonics makes lasers? Because the lasers are made in a fab, and is, what, what kind of cost reduction does that allow? Yeah, so I think one of the advantages that neophotonics has is that neophotonics have been the leader in low-noise lasers for a long time and have developed technologies to make these lasers in, in high volume and and be able to integrate them into photonic integrated circuits that it's developing. So having these in-house vertically integrated enables us to optimize each component for the applications and provide an tech, which is a photonic integrated IC for end users. One of the things I came to realize as I started looking at how things are made on a fab is I didn't realize that lasers and receivers, the whole thing can be made on a fab on a chip. And those can be cut out of the wafers, and then all of a sudden you have hundreds of these little circuits, whereas before they had to be assembled by hand or by machine. You can, you can massively automate these things and get chip scale out of this. Yeah, that's the, one of the biggest advantages that coherent sensing brings. It, it enables use of low-power lasers that can be integrated into ICs in a fab, and these then can be made in, in larger quantities. So that's what enables the need for chip scale manufacturing technologies. Wow. And that should bring the cost way down if it's very expensive now. Like I know lighters maybe used to cost upper tens of thousands of dollars. They could right. bring it down an order of magnitude. It seems like for one little pick it could be, you know, dollars or cents. Yeah, we've seen exactly the same thing for optical communication, more specifically coherent optical communication. About 10 years ago, all the optical devices used for coherent communication were discrete and large and expensive. And now the pricing of these devices have been reduced in such a way that now we have these pluggable coherent transceivers for communication. And same thing is expected to happen for uh, sensing applications because now you're in a chip scale manufacturing environment where you can make large quantities of the same IC. Well, thanks Ergen for telling us about that. Thank you, John. This was a pleasure. And I'd like to thank our listeners for joining us and we hope you join us next time for the Neophotonics podcast. 